Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What's good, Internet? It is Tuesday, July 27th, and you're listening to Waypoint Radio, episode 413. I'm your host, Austin Walker. I'm joined today by Ricardo Contreras. Yo. And Patrick Klepik. Hello. Hello. How's everyone's weekend been? How's everyone doing? Vomit. Not me. Oh, no. Other Mm -hmm. people. (laughs) Sickness running through the house? No! I don't know what happened. Had a, a perfectly happy baby, and then that baby woke up in the morning and... Puke. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think it's puke. She was. Uh, she was. She was doing better this morning. So I. Mm. I think it was just some sort of twenty-four hour stomach stomach bug. I don't know. She eats stuff off the ground. I don't know. So maybe I thought you were gonna be like, she's a person. She's allowed <laughs> she's to puke. She's a person. We're all she's allowed, allowed to get to sick. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. In the clubic household, we, you know, whatever makes you happy. Right. <laughs> Including puking in the morning. Uh, you know. Get get uh, get grow up, baby. You know you'll get through yeah, it. Yeah, you know it's, that's how I feel. <laughs> Kata, how about you? Anything anything exciting happen in the Contreras no. household this weekend? No, I mean, I played more Pokemon. You played more Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, I guess I did too. So I can't talk shit. I'm now rank I don't eleven or twelve or something in that. Nice. I'm sure you're way past that. I'm 17. Not not that. Okay, far, you know. Okay, but you're you've been playing. The, uh, a lot of, you've actually been playing a lot of actual ranked. I said yeah. rank. I meant like I meant trainer rank or whatever. But there, yeah, okay, that level. game has a trainer level. It has a battle pass that mm-hmm. you get points to. Mm-hmm. It has a ranked mode, and mm-hmm. it has daily challenges. Sometimes requiring you to play ranked mode. It also has another set of challenges that aren't that are just like a whole bunch of different things. Yeah, events. like active events, right? It's a lot. It's, it's a, lot a lot to track. There's, yes. Except that mostly what you have to do is win and play yeah. the game and win play and like game maybe and win. like score some more goals than you normally would. Uh, we streamed that game last week. Yeah. That was pretty fun. On Friday. Well, that, that'll go up on YouTube probably in the next day or two. Yeah. Um, maybe by the time this is up, even that'd be great. Uh, uh, you should go watch that because we had some, we had some like incredibly hype moments. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we did. The game is kind um, of set up for a lot of really, uh, Good comebacks, good comeback moments. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it there the the matches are short, but they also are. There's like a, a an ebb and flow to like, oh, I think we're losing, but we can still bring it back, and I think we're winning. We shouldn't let them bring it back. <laughs> like I don't know, it it feels yeah. good. It feels and it it hits all the right boba bits of my brain right now. Um, now that I'm not 
playing any other MOBAs, so... <laughs> right. There is... That is the thing, is that, like, similarly for me, I've always thought I would enjoy playing MOBAs. They've all been too much of a time sink for me. I said this last week, hypothetically. I was like, oh, wow, this could be a fun thing for me to get a taste of that genre without, like, going hard into it. Uh-huh. And the answer is yes, that, like, oh, wow, trying out different characters, figuring out where I feel good about what my abilities are and like and figure out builds that I like and then like playing for 10 minutes and it being done is a great feeling. Yeah. Um, I really like that they hide the score um, uh, in this game. Uh, it's a score based game. We played other MOBAs. I don't know if that was clear from our conversation last time, but you're, you're dunking a ball into, into various where the towers are, including the very back one. Yeah. And uh, you're just, you're right. You're ranking up points basically over the course of play. Um, that could cause some blowouts. I think we had a win last week, kind of that was what, like eight seventy five to thirty or something, which was like yeah, brutal. But most of the time, it's a pretty tight. In my experience, it's been a pretty tight match as long as everyone's playing their roles. Yeah, um, there's every once in a while where you get. Uh, I've I've noticed that uh, as I've started ranking up in the ranks, I'm seeing less of the three people try to take to a lane. Like the game is very like cleanly set up into two two people per lane and then one person jungling and then yeah. that way everyone gets the xp they need but the second you put three people in a lane and it's very obvious that they're splitting that xp a bit because everyone's a little bit under leveled yeah. and yeah um i'm starting to see that less now that i'm into i'm into the what is it third rank up are you I like g- third rank great or something like that or are you um, above great now no, i'm i'm expert expert ooh. one. Ooh, yeah out of the pokemoba <laughs> expert it's it seems too early there's still like three other levels above expert which i don't know where you go from expert but um, yeah i don't know either that's, that's, <laughs> we'll find out because you'll get there. You're going to be the best. <laughs> you see that the best person as of the time that we did that stream the other day was someone with the account named Digimon. That's amazing. That's really good. good. Um, oh. uh, the thing that I like, the thing that, so I'm really enjoying my time with it. I'm going to probably keep playing it. I keep going through like, oh, this is my new main. This is my new main. I think Alolan Ninetales is probably my actual main at this point in terms of comfort level. Mm. But I really like Bulbasaur. Um, I really like, I like defend, uh, playing tank with Slowbro. Um, but the thing that like hit me this past weekend was like, I unlocked the thing that lets you upgrade held items and I uh, finally got yeah. to see the monetization here and it's frustrating to me. Have I mean, you found it yet? Cause I keep hearing about it and I hear about it in these weird, like, I feel like nobody can you tell can me buy, you what can you buy can the do. currency to upgrade. The yeah, upgrade oh, currency you, for you don't items. know. Oh, wait, so you don't know. Yeah, yeah. You buy the upgrade I heard that in some items. way or another, people were considering it pay pay to win. Yes. Because so, you could upgrade certain stat items. And I know you could upgrade oh, held items. I just couldn't figure out the step yes. from putting money in. Like, where do you put the money in to I get don't, those I, things? To get those tickets. I, you know, it is, <laughs> it is labyrinthine, Kato. So yeah. I also, I. I don't know. I couldn't tell you without booting it up and looking around to find it. You know what I mean? It's one right. of those things. I'm, I'm just having um, trouble because I, I looked for it once I heard. like I'm okay, trying to pay to win. Where? and I don't know where to give the money. I, no, I don't. I don't want to. I just want to know what. Yeah, 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 it yeah. feels like at the very least. And this is the smallest, like the only like slightly positive thing about it, even though it exists. It's bad. It's like yes. they're not pushing it. It seems pretty far like hidden because i like yeah, yeah i tried to find it but to see you know that if you it. were 15 you would find it 
because or if you were you know, however oh, old you were, if you were 19 <laughs> did you yeah um I, it's one of those things where it's like i the the people who are really what it's about for me is like it's less even hey i feel like this is evil or something it's more that i feel like it's going to undermine my my sense that i'm having a good time mm. and that i've lost i that i'm losing because of skill and my bad my bad decisions and instead i'll be feeling like did they really did they have 20 percent more uh run speed out of combat or whatever so let me explain what, what this how this works um held items are passive bonuses that you can give to your pokemon uh yeah by the time that you can upgrade them you can give them three held items those held items have a range of things that they can do. Uh, I often use, for instance, the float stone, which increases movement speed when you're not in combat. So you can get in and out of combat and in and out of like important places more quickly. But there's also stuff that's just like when basic attacks hit, the damage is increased by 1% of the opponent's uh, uh, opposing HP. Um, the There's one that's like when you score a goal, your max HP increases by 100, right? Stuff like that. It's like... And that's already really useful, and you don't have to pay for that. That part that you get those, those mm-hmm. are free. But the difference is that let's take the max HP increases by 100 one. At level one, when you first get that, um, or I guess rather at level, yeah, at level one, you're, you get, uh, that 100 HP increase when you score a goal. And you also get another, it's actually 108 because the actual item itself also has, like a second like hit on that that gives mm-hmm. you a plus eight HP to that. So it's 108 HP. At grade 10, when you get it to level 10, you increase it by 150 HP. Uh and then on top of that, I want to say it's it's I don't have the full the full chart with me. I don't have the number 10, but it's somewhere in between like eight and sorry, it's it's probably somewhere around like a hundred is what I would guess. I guess we could do a search for this cookie. It's called an A an AOS cookie. Uh, which is a very funny uh, name. Yeah. So mm-hmm. at, at level ten, <clears throat> you'd increase it by 150, and then also your upgrade stat is is another 80. So you just get another just flat 80 HP boost. Um, in fact, that might just be a flat boost. That might not even be when you score the goal. That just might be you have I that HP those, boost. Yeah, I believe those secondary right? stats on those items is are like full time passive. Stat. Yeah. At level 20, it's 160 HP boost and a 200 per goal uh, upgrade. And then at level 30, you don't get any more like per goal upgrades, but you get a, there's a 240. A level yeah, you can keep going up to level 30. There's not a level, there's huh. not a fourth form of the cookie. <laughs> there's only three no, cookies. Yeah, forms. It, only, it only shows up to level but 20 in the, in the like item. You can, you level. can eventually get it up to level yeah, 30, and that, that is like, unlocks a second. Presumably. Like, yeah. And that raises your health by 240 to begin with, right? And that's the way that like all of these work. Right. Um, the one that I'd seen that like makes the most sense to me, it's hard to deal with raw numbers in games like this, right? Because it's like, well, how how important is eight versus 200? Because in certain, in certain circumstances, you know, in, in a world where there are, when you only have a thousand HP, that's a big deal. But if you have 10,000 HP, you're not, that 200 HP doesn't really matter as much, right? right. You're going to lose that fight or win that fight based on how you play. But something it like might movement give you one speed, extra auto what right, auto auto hit hit or something <laughs> like which maybe uh, that makes makes or yeah. breaks the whole game like it, it isn't it isn't unheard of you know what i mean right. that that would that that would do it but you know there are also items that increase your attack and move speed and critical percent chance and all that stuff 
by a percentage instead of by flat numbers. Mm -hmm. And so you have something like the wise glasses that raise your crit percent by 7% at the top, at the the level, uh, the grade 20 thing. Or you have something like the the move speed one, the float stone, which increases your movement speed by 20% versus by 10% at level 1 and level 20, or by 0 and then by 120 uh, on, on level 30. It's like, I that makes me feel bad. It mm. was going to make me feel like do I took it a part of it is also like maybe on a long enough timeline that people who spend the money to get those things or grind for we should note that the grinding would be a lot to get to level 30. The upgrade items you need is uh, uh you know, I'll, I'll it starts low. To go from 1 to 2 is 3, then it's 4, then it's 5, then it's 6, then it's 8, uh, then it's 10, then it's 12. Yeah, after like um, After fifteen, it starts skyrocketing, and then and mm. then the final t- ten, the twenty to thirty, is a hundred, one twenty, one forty, one sixty, one eighty, two ten, etc. And that is wild. That's like that's like you you would be grinding that for such a long time. Um, I think I total yeah. had a little over a hundred after the last like five days of play. You know. Huh. Um, maybe I had more like one fifty. No, I that makes something sense. like I, that. I though, right. What, well, I have like five of these up to level 10 and so what yeah what is that even it's just i i wonder yeah i i haven't hit the moment where it's like oh i see where the where the grind is and i think it's strange i don't love that that's hidden either like as far as you can see when you open the items they go up to level 20 and like that looks like the max but i guess then at that point it unlocks something that feels particularly like odd because by that point you probably will have gotten most of the like you know the coins exist in the battle pass the coins exist in your train level um right there feels like there eventually will be a time where you stop passively making those until the season turns over right at which point at that point is the only way to right right is the um that's the that's the one part I saw because I saw something ridiculous which was like someone said that what the what the trick was was buying energy which is like a loot boxes like the, oh, the way that Apex sure. has like loot boxes where you fill up an XP bar and then yeah, you get a loot box yeah. this it's the same thing um and somebody said that you can get tickets through that so if you boost it enough and like get a bunch of those loot boxes you'll get tickets kind of, but it's random, right? And I was like, that seems like a weird workaround that I wouldn't call pay-to-win, really. Um, But... Yeah, well, the thing is, is it limiting the amount of... of, It's not limiting the amount of games you need to play, but it is limiting... limiting, Or it is is making it possible to get there more quickly, right? Well, in theory, but it's also... In in terms of playtime, or not playtime, in terms of real time not in terms right, of playtime. right it's just like that's a random chance to get tickets right there's like right. a bunch of other stuff yeah, in that yeah, box yeah so i was like is that really but apparently there's some way to get the upgrade material directly and that's the part that i haven't seen anyone explain just people talk about right. it like hey you can just buy this it's like i wh- God, i saw someone <laughs> say and the thing yeah, where yeah, it is where and it now is. i'm and now i'm losing my mind to try to find it uh, held items, item enhancers. You can purchase them from the store. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, increase, I. You can yeah. purchase them for tickets, hmm. 
But how do you purchase them right. for money? <laughs> oh, well, you buy tickets, Kato. How do you buy tickets? That hits start, I think, right? Is that not where you buy it? No. Or you only buy gems you from only that? Buy gems. Away, right, I saw this broken down the other day. Yeah, yeah. There's, uh, this, all this of this stuff drives me I'm, off the fucking wall. It's the worst. But part um, of it, part of me is glad that it is this difficult to even find this right, option. Right. But yeah. once people find the option, they're just going to, you know. Um, it will be, it will be. Uh, I think I found it. Okay. Hold on. Uh-huh. Yeah, good. I'm glad we're both now just looking through menus. Sorry, Patrick. This is what it means. To get to- you asked us last week how the real money shit was in this game. This uh, is how it is. Did yes. I, did I, did I bring something. that up? Did I say that I cared about that? You said we should wait until today to talk about it. Uh, that's Those are different things, Austin. Okay. Prove it. Okay. Okay. This is weird. Also yes. hidden. If you go into the store... And you see, yeah. you can buy which store? There's multiple material. stores, Kata. The one where you can buy items, which is the uh, Aos Emporium, where you can also Aos buy Emporium. fashion stuff. Yes, right. Uh huh. They've mixed that together. Yeah. Yes. So in the items uh, section, ah, yes. Okay. You can buy yes, them for tickets. Yes, or if for you, real money. Well, if you go in and you don't have enough tickets oh, for the amount you want, it'll be like, do you want to buy X gems in order to turn that into tickets? There it is. Okay, so, so that's it's, it. Yes. Okay. Now we know. <laughs> uh, Thank you for doing the research, Kato. Because it, it was driving me mad. I was like, but it's there. And I think the issue yeah. was that I had enough tickets to buy. It lets you only buy them in like groups of 50. Right. Um, That's all. It, <laughs> I mean, given the, the amount that we just said we needed, right? Also, I did actually, I do have another 100. So I must have earned another 100. I, I upgraded a bunch of them on like yeah. after we played that day. And then I must have earned another 100 over the weekend. So that's, you know, no, they're coming what I meant in. Is I, you can only buy 50 of them no i know what you mean i know what you mean i was saying separately to correct many, myself yeah, yeah, yeah from before when i said i'd only earned 100 i'd earned 100 again after my first 100 so that's that's where i am after five days yeah so you know so I think yeah, getting up you, to that first mid-tier is a pro is probably right but getting up all the way is where it's going to feel like a difference and that's going to be frustrating because it's going to make me feel like if i cap if i like can't get past a certain rank in ranked play. Yeah. It's going to be like, well, is it because my held items aren't upgraded enough? You know? Right. And that's a fine thing to feel if you can, if you can successfully grind those out over the course of a week or something. Um, but if it's going to take longer than that to get my float stone up to a competitive level, I'll feel bad about it. You know? Yeah. I, I really wonder what the timeline on this is going to be like, because it's hard to tell, right? It's hard to tell what the effect of them are, is uh, in the game because apart, like this is one of the only places you see you can see stats, right? Like in the Pokemon like page, there's just like a star rating for like your attack, your endurance, your mobility, but you don't see like that means you have twenty speed, right? So mm-hmm. we can't then compare like okay, if the base is twenty, you're adding twenty on top of that, that's doubling it. We have no right. clue what those numbers are. The only thing we can get is if you go into a practice mode, there is a like dummy. I guess you could run the tests, right? Yeah, that's the thing. That you right? can you uh, you can't get the tests on like your stats. What you can do is like get te- um damage numbers, um, right? And like that's that's the closest we can like theory craft out this. Other and people stuff. will. We're we right. we are three days out from someone. By the time this podcast goes up, right. I bet there will be totally. b- bigger breakdowns on all this shit. Yeah, because there are people who've been playing this game nonstop. Uh, and you know, it's it's 
it is what it is. Welcome to MOBAs, I guess. You know. Yeah, it's um, weird because what they've done, what they what they did, like, is they ex- extrapolated the normally in MOBAs you're buying these sort of items in game, like during a during a match, during, right? right? Right. There's yes, item yes. shops and like this sort of like this item gives you a, a passive stat bonus is like a very normal thing of MOBA progression, um, mm-hmm. and they basically flattened that to be like a pre-battle choice because the matches are so short like i think that makes Love sense this part yeah but then totally. yeah the 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 bit where the the items themselves are like upgradable feels like yeah because I truly we would found feel better the- <laughs> if all it takes would be like don't let me buy the tickets and i'm good yeah. i don't mind it that it will take me forever to grind it sure. out it'll be fine you know or like uh, it's mostly a mental thing it's mostly a i will feel bad right feeling like i don't have what i need to win you know or honestly um, um i would love to know whether or not it's taken into account in matchmaking like right sure. an average like level of your held items like will it might affect like what sure. where you're, who you're matched with but we don't know, like, the, there's just, like, a bit of transparency missing here to really know what's going on behind the scenes with ah, how sh- this is shocking. balanced. Yeah. <laughs> right? I'm sure they'll get right on it, Kato. <laughs> They're working on the patch notes. Um, God. Well, this isn't even, I mean, this is obviously still Nintendo to a certain degree, but it's um, a different, yeah, the developers tense, it's not even, like, Pokemon companies involved, obviously, but it's uh, a, a Tencent developer, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I maybe, maybe, maybe you'll get. Uh, p- possibly, they will bend to the wills of a genre <laughs> and its expectations. But the oh, absolutely, the like, shadow that Nintendo casts is long. God, yeah. patch notes yeah. for MOBAs are like pages and pages because you know they're updating everything, and there's a million characters. Right, but usually, isn't the, isn't so. the point going to be? And maybe <laughs> reasonably on their part, this game isn't for them. Like, yeah. go away. Yeah, to stop. If you're looking at the patch notes. Go play the other mobas. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm just. You know, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm speaking from I'm speaking from ignorance here because I, you know, I'm, I haven't I haven't played I w- this game. I have a yeah. I have a vacation you, coming up, and maybe I'll you, download it and poke. Yeah, at you it. should download. Um, you should yeah. come play it with us at least once yeah. or twice because I think like Patrick, we had a we had a, a, a run where we were it was like a neck and neck, and and you know at halfway through there, not even halfway through, but a little bit like three minutes before the match was over, our team was like we should surrender. Someone put up a surrender vote to be like, let's just give up. And Kato and I gave a big speech that no one else on the team could hear, but our <laughs> yeah. chat could. Yeah. And we both voted no to surrendering. We, the third person voted no to surrendering. Maybe they were lit. Who could say? Maybe they <laughs> felt us through the cosmos. We connected. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and they voted no. And we like did a big play at the end where we, we took out the, like the mini boss Zapdos, which gives you a, a little bonus points and gives you an opportunity to make huge scores. And we ended up winning by three points, 433 to 430, like three points yeah. being yeah. very like a very tight margin. Sure. And it was the the whole chat popped off. We like it gave us that feeling of cute. Like it's the closest thing I think that we've streamed since like our our PUBG days of feeling like a surprise win, you know, like that that mm-hmm. come from behind huge success. Yeah. Uh, and that feeling is like so good. And the fact that that game can get you that can, can get you learned up to where that feels good so quickly compared to like, you know, dozens of hours of league, hundreds of hours of Dota, whatever it would take for me to <laughs> get into one of those things. Right. Is uh, is a victory. Like it's an incredible, the fact that it is able to get me up and running in that speed is great. Uh, as someone who's always wanted to play a MOBA, yeah. but has not had the time to, I think it's really good at that. And I would love to be the person who reads these patch notes <laughs> and cares about them. Right. 
if they wanted to go that direction. Uh, but you're also right that if they decided, fuck it, no, this is going to be Nintendo like, we're not going to show shit. Well, I mean, there's, there's an advantage. There's a place I, where I, I'm like, okay, well, then what MOBA do I go try to learn how to play? Well, right. And it wouldn't be one of the two I just said. Cause I just uh, don't, I know I don't have the time for it. I'm not doing the time. Final Fantasy 14 again. The other, the other, a newbie one, uh, Here's the Storm, uh, like doesn't exist anymore. Well, right? So like, someone told us, someone, we brought this up in chat and that is like the popular understanding of it. Uh, but it's but apparently that's not exactly right. Heroes of the Storm still has a vibrant, according to the person in our chat, maybe they're <laughs> wrong. Still has like a vibrant community. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not updated anymore. It's not updated, and the esports scene is falling apart. That said, let's say I don't feel good about giving Activision well, yeah, Blizzard I, yes. any money yeah, 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 in this yeah, yeah, particular yeah, yeah. moment. No, I, I was I was trying but to like yes. you know I, I, yeah I know what you mean. I think people t- you know would assume like in yes. our last podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. how we feel. It's just if you're thinking <laughs> of how you how you climb the ladder. From yes. that, if 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 maybe if, smite if, the people playing smite still, I think so. I don't playing? know. Yeah, what are the mobas? What are the what are the what are the mobas I that mean, don't take my life over? None. Na. Even probably even, it's this game, right? Like it, yeah, in it some ways, it, need, it yeah. needs to be encapsulated to this degree in order to sort of like allow yourself to put you know some some limits on it. Um, yeah. Even then, I'm sure there will be people who you know go hog wild on on this game and just take the ten minute chunks to be. Well, I just, I just need a hundred of them. Um, yeah, I should get but, into uh, Air Mech. The the remember Air Mech, the game that used to run in browser windows, used to run in vaguely. Chrome. What? It used to run in Chrome. It was like a transforming Air Mech thing that had kind of a. It was it was really like a Herzog Zwei uh, style like RTS um, where you like had a plane that flew around, but then you could also transform that plane into a mech uh, mm. and, and shoot with it. Um, uh, I guess I, maybe Herzog Zwei hmm. also let you do that. I, it's been a long time since I've looked at Herzog Zwei. Um, but the and you have to like summon units to fight. You basically have to build creeps. Uh, because it was like in that style of art action RTS. Um, uh, and that game is that game's still around. Um, I don't I mean, know. It's, that it it's has also possible they may do it because the the thing about Nintendo that is frustrating is because they don't. Uh, you know, my irritation comes from getting involved in their the games that I like to play in which right. they weren't transparent. If right. you're in if you were a Splatoon fan, you were very happy. Their right. their patch notes were extremely detailed, um you know, explained like mechanics and like balance changes like related to various weapons um cuz that's how that team and that game had a pretty thriving competitive, you know, maybe not necessarily, you know, capital esports, uh, but it had a very thriving online community that seemed to be pretty happy with the developers and their responsiveness and the transparency that they, you know, this is me just, you know, 50,000 foot view, but you know, uh, it's, it, you know, it's, that's, the, that is the thing when it's said is like, you can, you can assume the cynicism yeah. because it's earned. Uh, and yet nonetheless, you could have a team or a game in which they go in a different direction because I don't know, throw your hands up <laughs> and like, yeah. they just, they just are. Um, so yeah, I'll be, I'll be curious to see where, where that game falls. Uh, on that and you know i mean kato's right like they probably have a little bit of more uh a freedom of movement just by like not being you know made by an internal nintendo team mm-hmm. but i don't know it's we'll I, do, I do think there's there's probably worth in i, I could see them also m- making like the decision is like hey like the moment we go down that path we're kind of making and pitching a different game um yeah. and part of what we want to do is to sort of contain it and the people we lose because they're they they chafe up against the parts that aren't catering to like baseline MOBA expectations, they can lose those people. Like go to the other games because the audience they're chasing is 
is is essentially like every, what I'm seeing on Twitter the last week is ah. I didn't know I liked a MOBA or yeah. my first MOBA. Like that's the audience they're they're yep. chasing. It is yeah. it is it is not necessarily people who are, you know, in league or Dota and are just like poker curious. It's it's gonna be folks that uh look at this and hear the, like you heard heard essentially when Kato pitched it and he said ten minutes, a light bulb went off for you. <laughs> yep. And and that was it. Like <laughs> that was it. If if he had said the the matches were forty minutes an hour, I would be like, not nah, a chance. Not a chance. Right, right. Or maybe you would have downloaded it, done the stream and we would have done one stream and that would ah, be it. Right. right. That's it. You know, my, it exactly. goes on the list of games I played for the year and I'm I'm not I'm not gonna think about it again. Exactly. So Kato <laughs> talks about it for an hour on a game of the year podcast. Um but you know that it, it, I mean that that's why I want you know where that almost becomes not necessarily just a frustration over Nintendo's lack of transparency as much as it's them designing a game like at what point when you have you would design a game so well and it seems like this game is like really well designed is attracting even folks who are hardcore mobile players like well then what do you do with that mixture of audiences and who are you catering to and who are you choosing to irritate based on like kind of the barriers or, right. or what you're saying and not saying and so um yeah and it's so early, early maybe it'll days. be a situation be, be... where they give patch well, i guess one question actually here is just how does the pokemon company do this shit because we often talk about pokemon as like a purely nintendo thing and there's good reason for why we do that but the pokemon company also has some like some different there are different vibes sometimes for the Pokemon company. Yeah, the Pokemon Nintendo companies uh, will uh, tr- track you down if you leak Pokemon and sue you. Yes. So that is true. Um, they're so aggressive. May, they are aggressive, yeah. I guess. But are there patch notes for Pokemon when Pokemon get nerfed in Pokemon? Does that happen? I think so. I don't actually follow okay. competitive so. Pokemon. Here's the, that's the issue is that I don't follow competitive Pokemon. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mostly just enjoy being very casual and playing through those games the one time um yeah but i would i would expect so i feel like people uh, talk here, about um, it hmm, hold on uh, yeah. hold on uh-huh. hold on All pokemon right. sword and shield uh patch notes i from, also pulled these up good great uh survey.net i don't know i'm sorry uh-huh. if i'm mispronouncing that a version 1.31 yeah Cerebi. december 22nd 2020 uh size unknown that's probably just the website fixes fixed a problem with some battle mechanics uh-huh <laughs> excuse <laughs> me yeah. various bug fixes um and that's that's my that's nintendo baby <laughs> and then then you ha- then you do have something that is like slightly more specific like fixed a problem with well no but this also <laughs> fixed a problem with some battle mechanics prevented uh grudon and kyogre, kyogre having trick yeah. used on them kyogre um <laughs> at least that tells you what the thing is yeah, which is the skill good. trick but like it's still vague it's not like it doesn't tell you what the problem was. Various right. bug fixes, right? Like that's and that's what's happening in Mario yeah. Maker constantly, which yeah. they would. Uh, I, I don't have the line in front of me anymore, but it was like, like it was, it's the equivalent of various bug fixes, but it was a line they used every time in Mario. It was like general like improvements and updates, and then then I would go read like the Reddit or a YouTube video, and it's like, no, they like cha- they tweaked the physics and broke thousands of levels because now the turtle <laughs> doesn't operate. The, like the turtle uh, shell doesn't operate exactly the same, uh-huh. which means like the timing that people had done for for, uh, for for various like hardcore extreme difficulty levels didn't work because they were built on the old timing and none of that was disclosed. And so, um, yeah. So you know, th- th- this Pokemon these Pokemon updates are are in line with 
how Nintendo generally, and for most games, it doesn't matter. Like, who gives a shit about, like, the, you know, the, the liner are, notes for the Mario Odyssey patch? Um, right. We know, are, like, such thing. a small percentage of a percentage of people who give a fuck about this stuff. What and especially when you're talking is, about Pokemon, right? Like, Pokemon yeah. is just, like, so, un, like, it's unfathomably so huge. For, huge. Right. Um and it has a huge competitive scene, but that scene is a drop in the bucket compared to the amount of people who buy and play Pokemon. Well, also, yeah. the, that scene does probably what a lot of scenes do, is you can essentially grind out the differences. Like, the yep. scene will figure, figure it out. out. You know, yes, that happens in Smash Brothers. And that's going to happen in Smash Brothers right? all the time, yeah. right? Yes. Like, you know. Yes. And you, you, well, those you patch notes were a little bit better, I would say. The right. Smash but ones, I, but I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but I mean, like, generally, like, audiences that are not giving information, there are ways to find that information, and they will... They will root it out. And, and that's also be the case here. In right? the same like way you, that we talked about how, hey, you could test to see how important these held items are by by going into the practice mode and test that shit out. People will do that the second a patch drops for this with every character and be like, oh, hey, look, the the uh, Ninetales does less damage mm-hmm. when using this buff or whatever. And they'll figure it out. Yeah. But it 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 I hope that I hope that they do more. I hope they at least say which characters get I don't know. I, I get why devs don't do this. I remember the Titanfall devs, the, yeah. the Apex devs, put a thing that was like, "There's a reason why we're being kind of, kind of uh, obscurantist about this," and, and it's because we don't want our fans getting so so uh, like upset ahead of time before they even feel what the changes are. We want them to go play it and have a holistic experience around what what this feels like, and then they can come to their own conclusions. Because well, you have pri- if you have prior information, it biases your interpretation. Right. I remember talking to. Uh, you know uh, Lars Bakken, who's like one of the senior uh, Destiny devs uh, back in mm. Halo, and I was asking him about balance changes. And this is, you know, this is probably like 15 years ago at this point. And like, you know, the summation of his response was was like, well, so part of the problem is like, you know, you're be- you're looking at you know uh, changing the balance of of the weapons, and people are really upset that the pistol um is too is too weak. And he's like, actually, the problem is that the shotgun isn't strong enough. And oh, then right. so you can. So you can imagine if you were to put into the patch notes like fixed X, like you're just biasing people naturally towards, you know, a cha- and so, you know, th- that's where the fine line is, is where you want folks to just go in and feel like th- that nebulous. It feels right, even though yeah. there are people who are tweaking <laughs> like number values like to a very fine degree to get you to that place. Um, but even that is a fine line, because for like you said, like for for some players, it's it's a useful information to know. If, it, if it's information that is going to impact your ability to, like, do the thing, to play the game, then that's kind of, like, you know, uh, actual information you want the audience to know. Um, but sometimes there is use in – or, or later, I think it was the way, like, Lars mentioned, was, like, you, then you tell them later once you've solved it. Like, hey, you know, rather than, you know, step one, we're going to privately tweak the values of the shotgun to see if that fixes the pistol complaints – and like tell people that's what you're trying to do. You just do that, and then when it all feels good, and people are like, "Oh, the game is in a good place," you can explain then. Hey, here are the values like we had to shift around, and then ended up in a place where you know right. everyone right. is 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 happy. So there's no there's no universal way to, and especially in an online games that have competitive scenes, it gets even more complicated than yeah. just you know uh, a single player thing. Yeah, totally. Anyway. Patrick, we should talk about the thing that you wanted to actually <laughs> talk about last week and didn't get that's to. Fine, that's fine. I look, I'll download this and I'm gonna be on vacation. It. I'll come play. I'll, I'll, I got a week from now. I will say I'm playing I'm on a plane, but I'm on a plane with a five year old and a and a one year old. Oh, also, I'm not you can't gonna... play this on a plane because it's a multiplayer game. 
So I, look, you know, just get on that internet Wi Fi and just yeah. render thirty oh seconds into, a, uh, into a match. <laughs> just get booted. What I need, what I need is World Flipper to come out before uh, I go on. Right. Yeah, that'd be I think great. That's August. I think that's August eleventh, though. Although uh, on one of the PR companies we deal with, I was logging in this morning to request a a code for something and. Uh-huh. Uh, they're like partnered with like the world, like they're doing the PR for World oh, Flipper. Okay. And I was yeah. like, ooh, hey, what do I, yeah. what do I got to do? Well, what do I got to get an early bill? They're at 800,000 pre registrations. Like, let us in, please. Let's let us in. I'm pre registered. The little graphic again? says they're on, the graphic only goes up to a million. So I'm hoping maybe at a million, they're just like, hey, let's just go. Let them, let them flip. Like, let, flip. let the flipping begin. <laughs> oh, God. Um, anyway. Ragnarok is the Ragnarok. is what you wanted to talk about last yeah, week. Yes, yeah, yes. Ragnarok. I, I, remember I mentioned that. I mentioned it briefly. Uh, it's uh, it's a game that's out now on Steam. I I don't uh, believe it is live uh, yet on uh, the Oculus Store. Um, so if you have an Oculus Quest, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know you know the advantage there being it is a, a wireless device that you don't have to be connected to anything. You can bring it around your house and and with you. Um. It, I don't. I don't think it's a, a formally launched there yet. But uh, Ragnarok is a. Uh, it's a like uh, Viking themed. Does it have uh, drum? Any connection mm-hmm. to the Ragnarok online? I don't. You know, uh, that's anime, right? <laughs> that's yeah. It's anime. It's, I play. Anime. I used to play this. <laughs> I think a lot of people used to. <laughs> yeah. I think. Oh yeah. Like Ragnarok oh, yeah. Online's been around for like twenty years, right? It's a, it's an old yeah. one. Yes. I'm surprised I, it's I still going. Like, Two thousand two. Jesus. Yeah. Dude, they put out. I get. <laughs> Most like, you know, uh, a sad face for like all the Matrix Online fans, but like most oh. old MMOs are still oh. going. <laughs> like I just got an email a couple weeks ago for a new expansion for Anarchy Online. Do you remember that one? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I that game that was very po- very popular in like yeah. the late nineties, um, early two thousands. Like EverQuest is still getting formal expansions. Um, but Battlestar Galactica MMO continue. I didn't know there was one. Yeah, it licensed was a, brow- the it was a browser that- based. Oh. I can't imagine. See, licensed ones are the ones that run into trouble. Um, yeah. Because there's always someone else that will like, there's always a community. No matter like how popular a game is or isn't, there is always yeah. a community that will like maintain it because of like the friendships and communities they built there. And that would have been the case for the Matrix. If they were like, hey, Mat- what do they call Matrix heads? Uh, That's what they called you know? us. They called us Matrix heads. Yeah, and those, they, they, don't Damn. that'll come back. You know, later this year, that new movie's yeah. coming out. Uh, where's the trailer? Everything I hear about Where's that movie, I haven't heard anything. All I've heard is the couple of people that I follow who know anything about that movie. I guess I'm like, it's been screened once or twice. Uh-huh. Which is like, all all they've said is like, people, they made a movie uh, <laughs> that's, and it was it was described as purposely as divisive as possible uh, in a way that you will either come out of it being. This Let's is one go. of the greatest things I've ever Let's seen. Go. Or That's the most exciting news I've heard uh, about that movie yet. Why? why? <laughs> like, like, I haven't read any of the spoilers, but like, it was it was vaguely described as like it's like something occurs. A, dis, a, a narrative decision is made like right from the go that is either you're on board and you're like I want to see what the rest of this movie is, or you're like getting up out of your seat and just like I'm wow. out, like like uh. uh this so is the I'm, best possible news for any movie. This is it. This is I'm especially, not, I'm but especially not, the Matrix. I'm not anti. Tra- I'm not anti trailer, but it is a movie that I am going I to see what the I responses are yeah. to the. I need to like get a. I'm because I'm really gonna. It's gonna be so hard to resist. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
So I'm really hoping the first trailer will just be sort of like a, a vague setup and I can I just ride that to, you know, the movie. What is that? Out. Do we have a date on that? December, even? I think. Yeah, okay. I believe oh, it's December. Okay. Um, so, yeah. It's uh, coming up. Anyway. The Battlestar Galactica uh, MMO was closed hit, in February right? yeah. 1st, 2019. <laughs> oh, so, okay. But, look, but had, you, had you yeah. asked us to all pick a year. Right. I right, would have probably all would have said earlier. earlier than 2019. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, Ragnarok is a, uh, a music rhythm game. Like, it has a uh, – you are on a, a Viking ship, uh, and you have these runes coming down in a very uh, – I believe – doesn't Harmonics own, like, the note chart, <laughs> technically, as a patent? I think they did as a patent. I want to say that <laughs> Sorry, that's true. Patrick, I just looked over at mm. our chat to that gif you sent over. You're talking about – yes. A, a music game, and there's this man. <laughs> unrelated. Wow, unrelated. Yeah, unrelated. <laughs> unrelated music game, but yeah. Uh, uh, I, look, music... Uh, unrelated sword. VR music game, even. Unrelated right. VR. Well, there's a lot of VR music games. That's like a very sure, popular sure. Uh, genre on there, especially with the, the rise of Beat Saber. But uh, mm-hmm. right. yeah, so... Uh, it, yeah, I, don't, I, I think Harmonix owns the note chart, but it has like something similar in which there are these runes that are note equivalents that are coming down, and there are uh, these these big drums in front of you that you gotta you know whip with your uh, your controllers, um, and uh, that uh, that's the game. But and and the thing is, like I've I've tried to get into Beat Saber a handful of times. Uh, like the music in Beat Saber like does absolutely nothing for me. Where um, you know it's a lot of like dance and, and trance music, which totally mm-hmm. makes sense for the gameplay they developed. And when I'm in it and like playing it, like, oh, this is really well designed. I enjoy it. Um, but then uh, I like, I, I constantly find myself like doing whatever I need to do to mod the game, to put in just, I don't know, like more typical, just other, other types of music. Um, but right. I always bounced off the game in a way that has bummed me out because it is so clearly well designed. I love music rhythm games. I'm always looking for different ways to, even exercise, like Beat Saber is a really great way to do kind of like a cardio exercise without, you know, having to get out of the house. Um, and uh, it just never quite clicked for me. Um, and this game, like the music is so fucking ridiculous. I mean, it, you're, I mean, I don't even know how to describe Viking core. Like, is that a genre? Like, I don't know. But it's just like, it's Viking songs. Like, I, I feel like I'm a Viking. It's rock music. It's like sea shanty kind of equivalents, like uh-huh. I, I, uh, and all this with just like thundering, loud ass drums, like and and that's you're playing the drums, and you're this. playing the drums, and there's four of them in front of you, and you cannot help but like I find myself like ne- like uh, I'm often playing it standing up, um, yeah, and like kneeling down and like on the like I'm like I, I mean I feel on the like, ground or no but just just sort of like I like, to get the just because like the way I'm whipping my arms up and down like, I you see can't, you can't like there's as far as I can tell there's nothing in the game that is like using an accelerometer where you need to like hit it right, at a hit certain it hard but you want to I find myself yeah. like getting into you want to go like da, 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 yes da. yes, <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. I'm like I'm the guy up on the concert stage with like the four big drums like just like yeah. whipping his arms like up into the air and and bringing them down and uh the note charts are just exquisitely designed like they are are so good and so much fun um you know when when I, I part the reason I find myself so frequently attracted to music games, and I've said this in the past, is like, I just have zero 
I've tried, like, I took guitar lessons. Yeah. Uh, I'm still bitter when in elementary school and they had everyone come to the gym and like, hey, touch a bunch of different instruments and like sign up for, uh, you know, an introductory class. And I was like, I think the saxophone sounds cool. And they said, well, your fat fingers are too fucking big for the wow. saxophone. What? Um, Rude. Are you fucking what kidding the me? Hell? That's that's not how they said it, but that's how I that's how the reject. That's how you were a child. That, who I was a child in yeah. like fourth yeah, grade or whatever. You. That's how I took it. And it sort of killed. Also, that's my, what they. It sounds like that's what they meant. They didn't. What else could they have like, meant? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure what they like probably were trying to say. Was you like, could be the greatest saxophonist of our era, Patrick. I know. And it's been taken from you. Me and <laughs> me and me and Kenny uh, could have been on our yachts, uh, having a good old time. And I'm sure. Uh-huh. I'm sure. Like looking back now, as a parent with like 2020, with like hindsight, it's like I'm sure they're, they're like. He's gonna have trouble because of his fingers, and he'll get frustrated. And then, what if he never? What if he never gets into music after that? Instead, what they did Instead, was just stomp out yeah. all the interest I had in music. With my oh, fat fucking no. fingers. They don't even fuck see off. These don't, these don't seem that. Oh, big. I'm gonna find that person. Um, That's fucked up. Uh, yeah, and it kind of, it kind of crushed uh, 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 my interest <laughs> in the time. And like, also, like, oh man, I was I, in I band. Can't. I don't. I cannot think of any reason why that would be a thing. Yeah, uh, I don't. And maybe I'm even wrong. Maybe this is like a story I've told myself. Like you know, it's fourth grade. But like that's, I feel it burn so in my weird. heart. No, um, I, yeah, uh huh. And and I'm sure we all, everyone has like stories of that in school. Of some yes. teacher being completely shitty over Ugh, uh, yeah. uh, over something. But uh, so I, I I don't know if that was uh like an origin story. Like my b- bad uh people have origin stories for like how they become great people. That was maybe that was my origin story for liking music and rhythm games because it allowed me to explore the fantasy of like interacting with music in, in a way that right. uh, I couldn't do by actually playing, playing an instrument. I mean, I, one of my uh, favorite moments was when they added to rock band three, when they added the keyboard. Um, yeah. Yeah. And because like synths are like my favorite instrument and uh, you know, the, oh. so like the idea of being able to play, <laughs> Like a rudimentary form of the piano that approximated what it must be like to actually be good at it, but to feel mm-hmm. like you're, you know, that's the, the beauty of any of these games, you know, separate from like the the Bimani Konami track of uh-huh. where, which is just you're playing yeah, the line, you're exactly. just playing the line, and and yeah. those are those are popular for different reasons. Like there's a lot of those on Steam yeah. that are extremely popular on Twitch where people are just playing line games. It's, it's just you are just responding to sheer uh, note charts that are coming through that at some point on an easier difficulty maybe had some semblance to do with the rhythm of the music. But like that has now been lost in, in, in search of sheer challenge. And I, you know, I, you know, kind of like, like the maniac strains on DDR are mm. still often frequently a- associated with the, yeah. the music. You start to lose it a little bit. It, it's like, it's riding a weird line between just wanting to make you look like, like a person who was just flailing about yeah. um, and, and also like timing with the music. And so th- th- those are like, they have to work music around the are- realm of you have to be able to move your feet even theoretically yes. in this direction. So yes, yes, yeah. yes. And so different music games approach that in different, different ways. And um, you know, uh, uh, Boston's more than a feeling. I quite literally can't hear that song without yeah. thinking about my, uh, the, like my yeah. junior year in college, where I brought home Guitar Hero, and that was like the thing we did before we went out to like drink, and 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 then after we came out, <laughs> we're doing like that song, and yeah. like being able to nail that on on expert was like one of my like all time favorite 
uh, uh, gaming memories. And yeah. I've uh, on, on on Apple Music they have like these these music video playlists, and we'll frequently put that on so we can tell my child that like the TV's on, like it's on. You're five, like we're not watching Bluey. I like that show, but we're putting the TV on, we're putting music <laughs> on, and these music videos will play and. We like uh, Boston uh, more than a feeling like some li- live uh, version of that. And like, I quite like immediately like transported back to junior year of college and just thinking about that note chart. And so yeah. I just had this really strong relationship specifically with games that I like all games that incorporate music, but specifically I, I respond so strongly to the note chart and harmonics approach in which they really try and make you feel like you are, are part of that instrument and are, are playing that instrument to an abstracted degree that, that like satisfies, satisfies my interest. Like I never come out of it going, and now I want to learn to play the guitar. Um, it's no, like the fantasy was fulfilled and that's super fucking cool because it, it felt like it got me a step closer to a thing I will never actually achieve with a real instrument, but I get to get the sensation in a way that is like really personally like emotionally and uh, satisfying from like that kind of like fantasy perspective. And so yeah. uh, I've all, the, the drums are, are are not as high on that list, but um, because I, I've just never quite, I was never able to get the foot pedal right in, in rock band. Like I would watch people like Alex and that's an unfair comparison, like, but the ability to like go back and forth with that foot pedal, like I could just, I'm trying to do it with my feet now. And I was like, I can't do it. I can't get it to go back and Ugh. forth. And, um, and so Anyway, Ragnarok is this game with with a, tre- a tremendous music selection that is, I think, part of the reason I've, I've responded so strongly to it is because the music is just so different and out there and and fun and weird. Um, and uh, the, the the note charts are fantastic. Where when you're starting on easy, scaling all the way up to hard, there's sort of like three levels. They even on the easiest level, it feels like a fun approximation of the the notes that you would be or like the beats you would be hitting with an actual drum set and then the medium level is like perfect like I, I'm constantly doing things I, I feel like I'm right in the rhythm of it and the way the game is set up is and this this is like the the, the the problems I have with the game in the moment it just came out of early access it was in early access for for a year or so on on Steam I believe is that uh the game doesn't measure your success based on accuracy which is traditionally how these games do that basically what's happening is that um as you're hitting the notes, you're building up a meter on the. You're hitting. You're hitting your drum with hammers, of course. Um, of course, sure. And uh, that fills up uh, a meter that can go to two levels. So it's like as you're hitting the notes correctly and on time, uh, and you're not missing. Uh, this meter fills up, and then it hits a certain point, and you can trigger it by whacking uh, this shield off to the side and it gets everyone on your boat to go, oh, and they row a little bit faster because the way it's measuring success is not on, uh, you know, hitting all of the the drum notes, but is on how far the boat gets by the end and then you can get a medal. And mm-hmm. so that is influenced by the amount of times that you're hitting this extra speed. Um, and did you choose to execute it like the level one speed or did you like take a risk and do the level two speed, which, which gets your uh, boats go a lot faster for a lot further. Sure. Um, the problem I have with it is that, uh, the triggering, it requires you to take your hands away from the note chart and hit a shield off to the side. And the note charts aren't designed in a way to give you, there's not like an obvious point where it's like, Hey, this is like a moment of relief. Like, do you want to hit that? Um, especially on the harder difficulty levels, there's just no window to take your hands away from it that I can find. And so what frequently happens is that I've built up the meter 
and then I go to hit the shield, and then I can't bring my hand back fast enough in order to like get back on rhythm. And so what I end up doing is ignoring the metals and just playing the the notes. But then that's unsatisfying when I get to the end, where it's like, oh, the game's essentially essentially booing me because even though I hit the notes all correctly, I wasn't do- engaging with the speed mechanic to get me towards like how it's measuring success of a bronze, silver, and gold. Yeah. And uh, what's frustrating is because I, I I wish it was just like on the note chart somewhere where like every once in a while, like there are often like solo notes where like you're only hitting with one hand or the one hand or the other. You're not using both. Like just give me an extra note to hit that I can do that to, to trigger it. Or what I hope they end up doing, and there's been a lot of feedback in the in the Steam forum, so I'm hoping they'll just add this. Is just just map it to one of the buttons. Like if I could just hit a button on the controller that triggered it, so I can just stay in the moment, keep hitting the notes, and because uh, there are like there are like several songs where I've gotten the gold, like I have, but like I can't trigger your goofy mechanic because it it feels like it violates like the note chart. Like the, the, it's like, hey, you're here, you know. Uh, Keep hitting the notes. You're doing a great job. But also now we need to go to go off rhythm to arbitrarily hit a thing to the side. And and Rock Band uh, addressed that or Guitario addressed that in various ways. One, I think you could hit a button. In Rock Band, you could also it had an accelerometer in the guitar where you could swing it up and that would that would trigger the like I forget what the star, the star mode or whatever was their mm. their bonus mode. And what was important about that was that it happened separately. You could still keep engaging with the bass mechanic. You could still yeah. be following the notes and then do the thing. And I, I hope or they end up in a place with in, that. On, on in Ragnarok. Rock Band Four, for when you were playing drums, it would just give you a like a cymbal crash that was like, right, we'll turn it on if you hit it, right? Like, and that's and that's right. what this needs right. is like yeah. if they don't want to put it on a button because they want you to stay. Like, I understand how they in got the here. Zone. Like, the, Just the give you are, something special to hit. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, the shields are a symbol crash. And, right. uh, uh, like, the, I see what they're doing, but the problem is they're giving the player agency over when that's enacted um, completely. Whereas, like, Rock Band finds a middle ground. It's like, hey, if you don't want to, if you, if you purposely don't want to do it now, like, it's up to you to hit that, but we're going to put something in here that's built into the flow of the, the note chart so it feels natural when you're triggering it. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas here, it seems like, like I was trying to read strategies where people have found a way to make it work better. And it's like, if you, there's only, uh, there are only certain parts that you can, you can reassign where the shields go. You can kind of pick them up with your controller and put them in your play space. And if you finagle it just right above you, you can like get the game to, to sign off on it be going above your head. And so then the, so then the trick is, uh, like just to swing your arm up really high before you bring it down, and that you'll you just have to hope that you hit it when it when it goes up, and that triggers <laughs> it, and that all, that all just seems like bad solutions to a yeah. problem that can be addressed uh, in different ways, and and in, I you know hey add a new mechanic to your note chart is like a heavier lift than just let me hit like there's like four buttons on this controller like just let me yeah let me hit that um but otherwise I'm I'm really really liking the game um I I it's the, the like I said the, the the track selection is fantastic um the note chart is great it it's a lot of fun to play and it's it's been a while since I've gotten into a music game uh this hard and like the only the only barrier I'm running into is like I want to I want to start ticking off the medals like I've I've like I'm not I'm I'm better than easy I'm not good enough yeah. for hard but I'm feeling really dilemma. satisfied in medium and so I now I want to start like spending time like doing a song six times yeah, to like to get to, to get that gold medal to get that expert um you know to fill the the, the stars that you know like you do in in rock band and it's frustrating it. it feels like the uh, the game is is preventing me from from getting there so Oof. um 
Yeah. Do you think can, it's can, possible that you could just get through, like, get over that specific hump by figuring out a different? I mean, maybe that's what I'll, that's what I'm going to try and do. Yeah. It just uh, and I'll keep, I'll, you know, if people are playing this and have strategies, like I'm, it just like reading like three different message board threads. It was like, where's the place that you hide the shields to accidentally hit them? So that it was like, all right, you know, like if enough yeah. players are running into this issue, yeah. um, maybe it's something that can be addressed in, in the game. But if, uh, if, if folks, uh, have other, other ways of, yeah, I could do it on easy. Cause then you have like lots of moments where there's space in between the notes. Um, but the, the moment I start at like sort of like accurately replicating, much closer to the to the to the drum note chart, it uh it doesn't really work That's as well. Right, but it's uh, yeah. But it's yeah. extremely good. Alex Alex Navarro should strap on a VR headset, <laughs> please. And, and play Someone, this, please, please, and, sh- and show me how it's done. Um, Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, it's on, it's yeah, it's on Oculus and Steam, and it seems like it'd be a natural for PlayStation uh, does VR. It, um, does it need point. VR? Um, it, it needs motion controls, right? Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. There's okay. really no. Yeah, I, I mean, want someone I, no. to hack it so that I can play this on like a rock band set or something. I don't know. Yeah, I just don't have a VR set, and I'm like, that seems this seems doable. fun, but I wish I could play yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like the v- the VR scene does have like a very robust like yeah. modding and customization. Like that's what VR came came out of. Um, in, in a lot of ways, you know, even though now Palmer Lucky is off making like border drones for the U.S. government. Um, I think I think last I saw, I believe that's somehow somehow admires like friends on Facebook, and so he, like post updates about his like weirdo uh, things that he's that he's doing. And then every time I, I think I've mentioned this once or twice oh, in the pod, I keep waiting for someone to rat me out and I get unfriended, but it, it hasn't, hasn't happened, happened yet. Yeah. Um, but it, uh, yeah, he's off doing some pretty gross uh, shit with with technology. Um, yeah, but the. And Facebook also a terrible, awful yeah. company. Yeah, but uh-huh. but like the Oculus Quest Two is just like one of the coolest pieces of tech I have. We just like recently started messing around with uh, like the animated shorts that like different companies have made, where you can watch essentially like you know real time you know cartoons and like live in those spaces. And like I've let my five year old like do it for a couple minutes at a, at a time, and like it's just. It's delightful. I love VR. I'm very, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, not that Sony's a perfect company, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm hoping that get. the PSVR 2 will um, be in a place that, for folks that understandably are like as cool as the Quest 2 sounds. I'm not like, trying at, to give at, Facebook any extra money than Yeah, and then got. the alternative yeah. is like, what, are you going to spend a thousand bucks on a, a Valve Index? Like, no. Um, uh, so I'm I'm hoping that the, the, the PlayStation VR 2, which I, I think will hear more about early next year. Um, and that's when they're making their big push on, on gotcha. that. Um, uh, ends up being the kind of thing that people yeah. can play games like this uh, sometime early, early next year. That'd be great. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll come back with some more stuff. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Thank you. 
All right, we are back. Um, where do we go? Where do we go from here? Let's Kato. Yeah. Let's go to court. Let's go. Yeah. Dun dun. Great. Yeah, dun dun. That's the classic Ace Attorney right. sound effect. Yeah, people objection. Right. Yeah. Uh huh. Great uh-huh. <laughs> Ace Attorney Chronicles is out. This, yeah. This, is that out this week? That's out. Out. At out out as of this recording, it will be out. Yes. That's what I yes, thought. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. As of this not recording, as of this uh, publishing. <laughs> Pub- yeah. Uh-huh. The listener to you, listener, you can go and mm. play this game now. Uh, the Great Ace Attorney. This game is like. Old, very old, five, six years old now, but it never came to the West. Um, gotcha. They released it, I believe, I, it was originally 3DS, uh, and um, eventually there was a mobile version as well, but both of those versions were Japan only. Um, and I think it's because of the weird localization history of this game, of this series. Uh, the, the Ace Attorney franchise has been like always very strongly localized to where like they do the thing where they just assumed people playing any video game in like the states or the west were like are not, are not going to understand any like wouldn't play a game set in Japan right so like you're playing the original Ace Attorney games they're like in the US and they like change foods to be like it's a burger instead of like it was like I don't know some sashimi or some shit. Like, um, it's like very weird. And so this one is set in I don't remember the date, but it's set just as Japan is opening its borders to trade with Great Britain and like other uh, world powers. Like, for mm-hmm. a long time they had closed borders and like traded only with like the Dutch in one very specific port. And then like there's a there's a, a an opening at a certain point. So we're like right around that era and. This is actually kind of uh, very interesting. There's this through line of like, there's a new legal system being enacted that is partially based on the British system of like having a, a like series of courts and judges. Like the whole thing is apparently modeled off uh, a British gotcha. system. Um, and so you're playing as a uh, university student. Uh, the opening, I guess minor spoilers for the opening uh version <laughs> yeah uh the opening act you've been wrongfully accused of um killing a professor at your university who was also british uh, he was like a visiting professor and How'd they die uh well that's that's a big spoiler that oh, uh, at the right. beginning they think you shot him Okay. That's, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, you find mm. a you you see your character Ryonosuke, Um, I forget what his last uh, his his other name is. Um, he picks up a gun off the ground and a gunshot is heard, uh, and then like there's a body yeah. there with a gunshot. Um, so are you defending yourself in this opening case? Yes. Uh, uh, How? Wait, do they let you out to do your own investigation? No. So what happens is you are best friends with a law student who is going to defend ah, you. I see. Um, Kaz- uh, Kazuya. And you all are like best buds. He's also like a brilliant mind. Um, the, the Does car- he think you did it? Is he no, little, he believes you. He, he believes you. Mm, uh, mm, but all right, I don't know if I believe you. It's, 
Uh, you know, looking at the facts of the case at the beginning of this trial, I I didn't either. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Which mm-hmm. is how these games play out. There's always like a withholding of information that ends up being like, even if there's a logical conclusion with the evidence that you have in front of you, they will like, there's going to be a reveal later down that like yeah, it's plot, it's plot twist. It. The game yes. is, is like always yes. been, yeah, yeah, you know, yes, I've, I've never played these games, but oh, the way they're, they're the way I always see them yeah. discussed on, on Twitter is always just like, it's like, what if uh, M. Night Shyamalan, like, you know, like, it's like, it's what a twist every, you know, two hours. <laughs> but you're the case. one who's like figuring out and pushing the things into place so the yeah. twist happens or you see the twist. It feels great. And then you you throw it in someone's face. And you reveal that you know what they, they've done and then their hair poofs out or yeah. you become their eyes go evil and you've like pushed them over. It's great. The moment that <laughs> you like so dramatic. that it's you good. Yeah. reveal that the most pure innocent looking person is actually the secret devious killer is the best feeling in any game the, the, the series yeah. is great anyway yeah. um and so your friend Kazuya is going to defend you he's like a, a genius like prodigy law student who's about to be going to great britain on an exchange program and like this is like sure. on the heels of a treaty between japan and great britain there's a lot of like it's already wild political. to me that, that yeah so compared to other Ace Attorney games one it takes place in Japan which the other ones don't the other they, ones take place in this they do very, they originally do but do they originally yes it is the Japanese court system in Japan oh, I mean, they they're localized yeah, sorry yeah, this yeah. is what I mean I yeah, mean the sorry. localizations of them right. yes the localizations of them put them in vague north america right right and and it's always so goofy to see the way in which that localization yeah. has been done and so it's so fun to see that this goes the other way and i was like well, no this is this Japan. is this is part of why it seemed like this was like just like they didn't even try to release it in the west six years ago right. was because they that localization was still kind of like what they thought needed to happen to make them like work in the west um which and it doesn't the thing to be clear the part of the reason why this is so goofy is that like you're in the Phoenix Wright series, your like chief sidekick is like a shrine maiden yeah. from a history from a from a long lineage of of like sh- of shrine uh, uh like a, f- a family that lives at a Japanese shrine up yeah. in the mountains. So how do and, they exp- like, how do they explain that in the in the localized version? She's, she's, she's just a shrine, shrine maiden. maiden of New York. Yeah. Yeah. It's like California or something. Yeah. Like I, in my <laughs> mind, this real real close to Japan, as close as we could get it. In my mind, this game takes place in California, and I'm thinking in my mind, or not, not really. They take place in Japan, obviously, but yeah. in the, the localized yeah. Yeah, versions yeah, yeah. in my mind are California because, like, there's lots of film sets. Often, like, the first game right. has like yeah, a yeah. huge like film set as one of its main main locations. You go off to the mountains a lot, yeah. but there's also like beaches and parks and That's California. it feels like it has to be it has to be California <laughs> yeah. in my mind in the Phoenix right <laughs> localization. Anyway. Also they like it's do they so change funny. the name they, I don't do they call her a shrine man or do they call her family like shamans or something? I think they Maybe even changed that. Yeah. It's like some like vaguely Maybe. mystical thing that is not like specifically Shinto shrines, I yeah, think. Yeah, um, yeah. They're spirit mediums. Spirit right? mediums. There, right. Yeah, there we uh-huh. go. Which might still be what it is in, in the original. I don't know what right. they call them in, right. but like visually speaking, it's very much a Shinto. Yeah. Shrine maiden vibe, right? Yes, and like, there was, and so like in this game, there's no way you could do that localization with a straight face. No. Like it is yeah. obviously right. in Japan. There's geopolitical like maneuvering happening here, where like 
part of the reason that they're trying to like they're trying to like this is a secret trial they're trying to finish this up real fast because they're like the treaty was signed recently and they don't want the they don't want the 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 person who was killed the victim was a a a british uh ward um like politician no not uh, not even a diplomat he was a professor just a a citizen right so like killed on japanese soil they're like very worried that this is gonna like ruin this new relationship political yeah 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 sure um and like that part of it is actually really interesting the way that they kind of draw lines on like yeah this we're also we are taking cues from the west in developing our new legal system but Mm -hmm. we are still also uh, you know a sovereign nation we have our own like ideals that we need to strive towards like and it's the most like because the localization is just like yes we're in japan like these are the things that are happening it's the most like in it's the it's felt the most like interested in the world around it Mm-hmm. Um, even like the original stories are all kind of of like the original trilogy of Ace Attorney stuff is like goofy and very kind of localized. So they, I can see how they got they you can get away with that weird localization where they just move countries. And this one like is more interested in what is happening in the world, um, which is a, a fun a fun addition to the 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 general um storyline. It's very similar if you've ever played any of these games. Uh, the the pacing and comedy is still that that like it has a very particular mm-hmm. style of um uh like a writing cadence even like the speed at which the text appears on screen is kind of like the the speed Always. of characters talking and things like that yeah. like all of that is still there it still feels like one of these games right it's like like it's like well how could that be the killer dot dot dot, dot, dot. dot. Right. Yeah. <laughs> when the killer was at the bar last night, yeah. and then and then like do 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 like the music yes. kicks off. Yeah, it's great. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, but so the first case is this case against you. Um, I won't spoil. Yeah, we don't have to get into particulars. It's one of these cases. Yeah. Uh, but one of the things that you learned very early on is that your friend Kazuya is about to go on this exchange trip. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's Kazuma. I've Kazuma? now looked at the names. Okay. It's Kazuma. My I'm brain is sure. just... I've now looked at the screen yeah. of <laughs> Good, the official great. website. Kazuma. You know? Yeah. Uh, Kazuma is about to go on an exchange and like, this is, and this is early on, so this doesn't really count, but like, one of the big things about this series is that the Jap- the Japanese legal system has like a 99% con- conviction rate. Once mm-hmm. something hits trial, it is supremely difficult for defense attorneys to overturn anything like to 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 get their to win that case. To win yeah. that case. Um and so like in the original Phoenix, right? You're playing a defense attorney and so like it's like um in that series they keep bringing that up. But here you're at the beginning so that expectation isn't there yet um but you can see the beginnings of how that system gets put into place because of the geopolitical maneuvering and like why like the reasons why like um why that conviction rate gets gets to where it gets because of like keeping up appearances and things like that which was very interesting to see um but also this also like 
plot-wise turns into the reason why you end up defending yourself is you basically are told to jump on the bullet in case the case goes bad so that Kazuma mm-hmm. can still go on his exchange to Great Britain. I if see. he's not the defendant that loses, yeah, right. uh, he'll, he'll get to still go, which is important right. because eventually you, um, after that case is over, which is long, there's five cases in here. I'm not sure... Exactly the length of is them all. Is that both but game? Is this is that? That's one you game. That this is two. Yeah, I this is yeah, this okay. is the uh, so like the first game has five episodes in it, and I finished episode one and got a little bit into episode two because gotcha. Um, this is also part of this game. Usually, is that there's an investigation mode, but the first mm-hmm. case usually is takes place completely in the trial, just to get you up to speed with those mechanics. Of and those mechanics are the same as what they've been, which is like examining, I'm guessing, I'm asking. Yeah, yeah, examining. Yeah, um, you have evidence. Yeah, go ahead. Examining evidence, uh, finding contradictions in witness testimony. There's um, something that was introduced in one of the like crossover, like I think it was the Professor Layton X Phoenix Wright games, where there are sometimes two witnesses doing testimony, and sometimes. Uh, if you get one of them to say something, the other one will react and you can like switch targets basically at that mm-hmm. moment to kind of get something extra out of them. Right, um, right. Those are all new to the like quote unquote mainline games, but were introduced a little earlier in uh, like that crossover with Professor Layton. Um, and yeah, like that first, the uh, it has the like last minute reveal of some evidence we never knew existed and then you know right. you find the thing there's a couple of not really pixel hunts but like the same sort of thing where you're like trying to find something in an image uh well, there, they this can is be kind of pixel honey in the past games where you're like looking at a screen of most of the time you most of the time you know what you're looking for right. or you can see that something is off place but there have definitely been examples in yeah. that original trilogy, at least, of like, what the fuck am I looking for right. on the screen? I haven't hit any of that yet, but it's still early, okay. so I'll let you know. Um, the, the, um, what was I gonna say? There's Kazuya Kazuma ends up being your kind of like assistant in this in this in this case. He like still like is in the courtroom, like giving you advice and stuff. Right. Right. Um. And it's um it's funny because the models that they use are all very similar to like the mainline games. So the person that you're playing looks like Apollo Justice, and Kazuma looks like Phoenix Wright. Yeah, uh, sure. The first case is like there's there's like a character from the original trilogy. I forget the 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 prosecutor's name, but he's this like balding Japanese man with uh, glasses that's always like the first prosecutor in all these games. Mm-hmm. Uh, this time he's like wearing a what's it called um it's not it's like a sh- like a it's got the wide like very wide shoulders uh he's got the samurai like updo thing like the little bun mm-hmm. um I yeah i can't i can't think of what the name of that thing is but it's like very very obviously japanese but he spends most of the trial like uh kind of bowing down and like singing the praises of great britain which is a lot um and then at that one takes that first episode takes all place in the trial and then the second episode starts and you're on your way to great britain kazuma has decided to stow you away with him um because (laughs) you're best friends and he wants to go to england with you and you decide to just go along and this is where you meet the, the great detective 
Herlock Sholmes. Yeah, Herlock Sholmes. Uh, right, yeah, I remember, I remember this, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, who is a new character that seems to be um, kind of specific to investigation moments. Uh, I don't know. I assume that he's going to... I keep hearing about him, so I assume he's going to keep showing up in other investigations, but the investigations in this game are generally you're at a crime scene, you... Uh, you know, search the place with your reticle and, you know, add things to evidence. Right. You question right. people, you show them evidence and be like, hey, what do you think about this? Um, but now here's Her- Herlock Sholmes um, making a bunch of deductions that are like the most one-to-one like i saw a thing therefore this thing was like they're bad it's always bad it's very much sending up like that form of lot like line of logic as like yeah super Um, deduction powers that yeah no one could ever fucking do yeah yeah um and it's very funny like most of the time you're like no that's not like he thinks you're russian because obviously uh you are this assassin, which there's a photo of, and you look nothing alike, but that's the only person that is in the boat manifest that could have done this murder or whatever. Uh, it's, 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 it's very funny how often they're like, no, actually, yeah, Sherlock Holmes. You need to do actual, yeah, yeah, uh yeah, yeah. There's more to it than just connecting dots that seem to fit together. Uh, and it's very funny that they've chosen that character for that um mm-hmm. and that it it kind of ties into the like relations between like these two countries and like the assumption like there's a there's a british woman in the first case and there's a lot of assumptions about you know like classic racist shit of like you know the 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 savage ta- the savage japanese language and the like not wanting to speak it even though she does or whatever uh-huh. uh um, and then, like, yeah, it's just like got a lot more of a world, a sense of a, a a world and things happening in it than any of these games ever had, which is really interesting. Um, and so far, like, yeah, I'm mean, I'm enjoying it. I'm uh, excited to keep playing. It's um, it feels like these cases are longer than I remember because uh, mm-hmm. it took me a much longer than I thought it would to get through that first uh, case. But I think it's partially because too, there's a lot of like setup and you know world building happening alongside just the regular mechanics um but yeah i'm really enjoying it. i'm gonna keep playing it and plugging through uh nice. gonna beat sherlock holmes to his it's very funny the the basically you they're saying herlock that Sholmes. the herlock holmes <laughs> yeah they, they they say that the story still exists in this world and it's just a biography being written oh, of the actual of person dude? that is okay. being circulated funny. around the world. God. Yeah, it's a whole, it's that a whole name. Thing. By the way, is very funny because there is a there is a French book I want to say yes named uh, Arsene Lupin Lupin verse verse Herlock Sholmes, which was written like in the early 1900s yeah. to get around copyright law <laughs> so that they could do a Lupin versus Sherlock Holmes story right. without calling it Sherlock Holmes. I well, guess because, at the time like, it might not the, have been even, copyright. But, I mean, it, it, but even, uh, today, even if that wasn't the case then, today yes. it would be true because like Netflix even got in like parts of 
that story and characters are public domain and others aren't. That's and correct. The and Netflix, but they're very Net- litigious around it. So Netflix, right. Netflix was recently sued. Um, I don't know if the lawsuit's been. I'm sure it'll just be settled, and Netflix will just pay yeah. out to make them go away. But the most recent one that had, I think it's Millie Bobby Brown, who played Eleven in Stranger Things, playing mm-hmm. like the sister yes. Holmes. Um, I watched like half the movie. It was like Enola? it was like totally entertain. Yeah. Enola, yeah, it was, like to- Enola, totally. Yeah. I mean, it's it's it was totally entertaining. But I watched the other half but anyway. They got sued, and part of the reason they got sued, and that the estate or you know whoever owns the the the, yeah. the was arguing well. What's not in the public domain is Holmes characters showing emotion. Um, part of what's in the public domain wow. is that he is cold, calculated. <laughs> right. But the books and, where the stories right. where he showed emotion weren't aren't correct. In the correct, one hundred percent. That their estate owns the ones where there is any sort of I don't know what you'd call character development. I <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and so I'm sure that Listen, will go n- nowhere. Um, but and the years like, it, are ticking shows, by. We'll get yeah. out of this. They're they are milking it for as much as they fucking can until the last of those stories are are in the public right. domain. Presumably, it's so. Uh, funny. But the, in the Japan, other, this character okay. Sherlock Holmes in Ace Attorney is just called Sherlock Holmes. I like they're just like fuck <laughs> it. His name is Sherlock yeah. Holmes. But in the localization, Amazing. they named him Sherlock Holmes because of because of the risk of lawsuit. And I don't know if it's because the Japanese court like notion of ip is like like are they Different. safer yeah, you know right. in general i've i've always heard that japanese ip law is softer inside of japan because that's how you end up with or maybe it's it's not law and it's there's a culture of licensing that's cheaper or something mm-hmm. but that's how you get all the super robot wars games there which are huge crossover extravaganzas with all of this different IP that's that it, that happens, you just can't do it here because here it's it's a it's a mess in terms of uh, uh, what you what you uh, have available to you. Though actually, the new Super Robot Wars game is coming to the states, which is which it's is for the first time, right? That's the like first the first time, time in thirty yeah, for years. The first time with like with a uh, real anime. You know, there have been with other the licenses intact, right? The Super Robot Wars games that don't use licenses have come out here, but this is huh. the first one for in forever. I think. Right, this Maybe is why I saw literally. a lot of people being like, "Oh, this is like the first It's a big deal. One. Yes, yeah. correct, correct. Um, anyway, oh, anyway. Oh, oh, one last thing is uh, there's an interview from uh, 2015 by Bob Mackey over at uh, US Gamer, which doesn't exist anymore, right? That's done. That's correct. Yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Um, a lot of good stuff was written over there over the years. Um, anyway, with um, uh, uh, Alexander Sm- Alex Smith, Alexander O. Smith, sometimes, depending on how uh, it's written, uh, who was the original localizer on the first uh, Ace Attorney. So if you look it up, it's an uh, expert witness and interview with Alex Smith, the writer behind Ace Attorney's English debut. Um, it's a good piece. I was uh, flipping through it while while you two were talking, but there was this one uh, da 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 Oh, where is it? Yeah, okay. Um, take a look at the characters, environments, and cultural reference of Ace Attorney, and it's hard to ignore the game takes place in Japan. Contrary to the surrounding evidence, the English language version of the game establishes the setting as the United States, <laughs> all thanks to a single piece of evidence from the first chapter. Though his choice would become less believable with each passing sequel, Smith explains how his hands were tied on the matter. Quote, normally what you do in a situation like this is leave the location vague. You'll say, hey, we're in nowhere land, and you adapt the cultural references that will go over the heads of your audience. The specificity of the setting had to be made because there was an episode where this guy has some sort of clock his girlfriend gave to him. Yes, of course. It had to be set to some time zone, and we were like, oh, crap, I guess we have to be specific about it. So we just chose that without thinking about it. uh, without that much about thinking that much about it. And I know this has become an issue in later games, especially the difficulty in selling where the game is set, 
because the Japanese references have gotten layered on heavier and heavier and heavier. <laughs> it, it becomes like it's unmistakable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, That's almost just, funnier. Like, it's like, the, so like funny. ha- having to spin the plates of a, a of a mystery universe, yeah. yes. and then also spinning a plate that the world is set in uh, the Bay Area or something. Uh, exactly. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Because you know you end up dealing with like. Uh, rival spirit medium clans or like people who have a, 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 a you know a lineage going back hundreds and hundreds of years to being you know <clears throat> the inheritors of some great ancient and it's like okay it but makes, their this, house this, could not have been here 500 <laughs> years ago it uh, simply couldn't have been uh, this makes sense for 2000, 2001 like we I think even yes, now yes. we're it's 2021 20 years later we are just I think entering a world in which like when we are seeing fewer and fewer sort of like adaptations of things that, oh, take the story set in Japan and put it in New York. Like that still happens. Mm. Like, you know, ghosts in the shells still occur. Like, oh, but God. I do like I do think we've gotten to a place where that is not necessarily yes. always the case. Correct. And yeah, for sure, um, like 2001 was an era in which all media that was being brought over was like, hey, the best way. And probably also mistaken assumptions. Like, I, you know, I'd be curious how much of that is based on research and how much is that just based on, oh, God, this is how American like American audiences, yeah. it's got to be a burger and fries and it can't be sushi. <laughs> um, yeah. um, got to be a jelly I mean, Those people yeah. exist. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. not pretending. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but at the point that you're selling like a, a case mystery game on the Nintendo DS, like, I, I, you know, I wonder if that's not necessarily <laughs> where you need it to make to, that change in order yeah. to, to sell it. But I, I'd be super curious to know. If anyone on here listens, like, had any insight into that era, like, how those decisions were made, whether it was, like, data-driven or just, look, fucking Americans are lazy as shit, and if it's not <laughs> set in America, even they if this care. very distinctly Japanese video game, <laughs> they will only play it yeah. if uh, it's it's vaguely set in liberal California. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. Um, before we before we wrap up, we still got a couple more things. Death's Door. Uh, Patrick, have you kept have you kept going forward? Yeah, I, yeah, I've played a little bit more of that. I've I've finished out the um, I'm about to finish the second area. Um, I have gotten some weapons that I wish I had gotten sooner. Like minor spoiler for Death's Door. Like uh, to uh, to catch up where we uh, on our previous conversation, we both liked the game. Yeah, um, felt the bosses were real highlights. Like the reasons enough to play the game, and that uh, the kind of combat and exploration in between was a little weaker. Um, to the point that it was kind of like, ah, oh, I really want to love this game. And I mostly just like really like it. Um, and so I've continued to pick at it because I do like that stuff enough that I, I wanted to uh, see, see what else is there. And like, for example, I just got this, um, this, this big hammer that when you do uh, the charge up move, mm-hmm. it uh, it's basically like you have Thor's hammer and you are like, it shoots off little lightning bits that, it, that hit, uh, other enemies. And so when you have sort of like mobs that you're uh, dealing with, yeah. it's really fun to like whack them and uh, hit them with the, the, uh, the hammer and then like follow that up with a fire attack because then the fire attack uh, compared to the, uh, to the bow and arrow will go through enemies. It does less damage, mm-hmm. but it'll go through them and all the way to the other side of the screen. Um, and so that, that weapon alone has made combat like like even just like regular mobs like way more interesting right. and fun because I find myself like 
uh, giving myself distance, like uh, taking off a couple pot shots with the bow and arrow and then like charging up, hitting them, like watching like four enemies go down at once um, because like it, I've, I've, I've softened them up with some of my magic attacks and then like take them out with the hammer. Right. Um, it's made even boss fights a little more interesting because like you can kind of use it as like an AOE attack from a, a distance. And so it just kind of changes the way you approach. I, it's it the, 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 the weapons you get early in the game, uh, you get a sword. It, they're all the sword is like the default, and then you kind of have yeah. to seek out the the other weapons. But I I found a sword, uh, daggers. Daggers. The difference yeah. there being one was like a little slower, one was a lot faster, and it attacked more often. I got an umbrella that umbrella I think has like a, a, a wider sword. sweep. Yeah, um, I think that's right. Yeah. So maybe more like a broadsword sort sort of equivalent. Yeah. Um, but I just I don't I didn't find any of them different enough to care. And this was the first time where I was like, oh. <clears throat> I, this enemy, this weapon is a lot slower. It's a lot more deliberate, but I really love the the bits I get alongside it, and it has made combat so much more interesting. I just got a, I got an upgrade that lets me like take out the the walls that have like little crumbly nice. bits, yeah, and yeah, I actually yeah. have found myself like sweeping back through some areas, um, discovering that um, w- one of the secrets uh, walls that I could crumble down opened it, uh, and this is again, you know, it's skip ahead a little bit more if you want like slight spoilers on like some of the, the secrets um you you find a hidden boss um that is clearly tied to these bombs um like cuz it tells you like this is the bot like the bomb secret boss mm-hmm. and really difficult really satisfying fight um and when i when i beat it i got uh, an upgrade for the bombs that are not required it's not something you need in the game but it it made my bombs no longer do area of effect damage to me Ooh, and so i can nice. be in the middle of a fight and as long as, you know, it takes a beat or two for the, the bombs to charge up, I can I can set those off and, like, be completely safe. And I, I think, like, the fire one ends up doing passive damage to enemies, which makes me now want to track it down and go mm-hmm. do that fight um, because that sounds really useful. Um, and so, yeah, I'm finding my myself, like, dig into the game a little bit more than I was before, even in the moment-to-moment bits in between the bosses because I'm just getting a little more mechanical variety um that i wish would have been forwarded a little earlier in the game this is also a small thing but like i wish there wasn't a charge up on the weapons i wish i could just like be aiming and hit circle and it just like did it like make them weaker as a result because they're but like having to like sit there set up the aim and like shoot it i it just means i use it less often than i would if i could just even if they gave me a weaker version of it, it's like, hey, you're not going to, it's yeah. not going to be as useful. It's not going to, you're going to kind of be spamming it. And it's like, yeah, but then I might, I might use it more often. You're talking about like as, the, the bow or the, the bow yeah, the or the fire. fire. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I just wish I had versions that could that be used sense. a little more frequently. Um, especially because like a big dynamic of the game is that you're regaining your MP, not through drops, but through attacking enemies. And so what the game wants right. you to be doing is to be using those and then attacking and that recharges your magic. And like, that's how you're switching between those. And I kind of wish I had the ability to, to, to use those a little more frequently than, than I, than I am. Then you but, actually get um, to there. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm liking it more. I, you know, I'm, I'm about to finish that second boss soul. So about, you know, two thirds through the game, you know, bearing some major surprise, but um, yeah, I don't know if you'll get back to it, but I do think if you get that far, I think you'll find that some of that stuff makes the, the moment to moment a little more, a little more interesting. Yeah. Um, I I want to shout out again that I'm gonna go deeper on probably next time because I think Rob may have may have checked it out a little bit or should certainly a game called Chernobylite which is an early access until Wednesday comes out on Wednesday 
Um, uh, I'm not, this is not like a review of the full game. I'm, I've barely dipped into it. I've dipped into it enough to be like, huh, this should be on people's radars if it isn't. Um, and, and then later this week, we'll have a deeper talk about it. But like very much Chernobyl light, L-I-T-E, because that's the name of a, it's the name of a, um, a material, uh, a, a strange, um, element that has come out of the Chernobyl disaster. It is a game that's very much inspired by like Stalker and Metro and stuff like that. Mm. Um, but the basic structure it is a first person exploration shooter game. So again, in that space, um, but the fundamental structure of it, which takes, you know, a little bit to get going uh, is so distinct and interesting. Um, you are a scientist and a researcher who uses this Chernobylite to power a a device, a handheld gun that can open a portal between places. It's not like Portal. It's not. I'm going to immediately say, don't don't get your hopes up that it's like a puzzle portal game. As far as I, at least so far, it isn't for me. It's just that's a mechanic that lets you get in and out of levels. Basically, there's a there are um, you have a home base which you can upgrade by building stuff. Think of it like a more focused version of the fallout a focused and and purpose-driven version of the fallout for base building stuff where you're mm-hmm. like oh i want to build a device that lets me build ammo so that i can bring ammo out in the field with me which is right? my which is my problem mm-hmm. yes. with that with, as someone uh, everybody gives, gives well i know but they're if i you, was right yes if well, you, wait, if there you, are lots of people who just like have a, a you know uh want to build things so they look cool and right. it represents how their community would like you would build it in in the setting that does I need I I need, need like a some me- mechanical need, yeah it, does, yeah, it doesn't have to always be just like ammo, and that game but I, I need done I need a f- oh totally if, if there weren't other ways to get everything you needed you just didn't well, right. need to engage right. with that right. shit right. at all right. Right? right 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 um anyway here you need to engage with it because you want to upgrade your revolver you want to get more ammo you want to you know build better armor for yourself and for the other people who you are sending out into the the wasteland basically um you're there's a heavy narrative hook up top like i can't patrick i want you to at least watch the first 30 minutes of this game if you don't okay. like or at least the first 10 minutes of the game which open like a horror game very much and like that's All the right. vibe um uh and then it, it settles into this rhythm of like okay a new day starts you have a list of missions to do you can go off and do one mission you can send the person who's working with you and then the other recruits you get off on those missions, and they have a percentage chance of coming back hurt, of getting captured, etc. The missions all take place in distinct zones that are like part of the l- larger area, um, and so you come to learn those over time. Um, and it's a lot of like risk risk reward stuff of like, okay, do I want to send this person out even though there's a forty percent chance they're going to get hurt? Um, uh, do I want to go to this harder mission myself and bring a better gun and? Uh, th- that stuff has been really neat so far. Again, I want to get deeper into it and then talk talk about it with Rob. Um, so yeah, it'll be it'll be out on Wednesday. Uh, it'll be yeah, out this opening and, looks good. I'm, yeah, I'm dude. The, oh, the fact that they're able to, and that's part of the thing that's interesting to me about it is that it's blending the sort of the sort of narrative driven stuff where there's like a very clear structured here is a game ass game level with like a more open world. Uh, day by it's you know what it's giving me is it's actually giving me a lot of the feeling that i wanted from that multiplayer um what is why am i blanking on the name of it the multiplayer game that feels sort of stalker-esque uh Uh, escape from tarkov Tarkov, right where you're like okay i'm gonna go into this thing my goal is to try to find a really decent gun my goal is to find 12 chemicals so that i can come back and use those chemicals to pat to build 
a help build a garden so that I can get the garden stuff I need to raise our food level. So it's also sort of like a state of decay in that way where you're doing a base building and you're like, I need to make sure that the morale is high back at base. I need to make sure that X, Y, Z, you know, um, and the, the writing has been really fun and weird in a cool way. So it hmm. should be on people's it should be on people's radars. It's been out in early access since 2019. And somehow I just missed it. Um, mostly positive reviews on Steam, so people who are deeper into it seem to like it. Again, I'm going to put more time into it this week, and and I think I think Rob's at least aware of it. I'll I'll ping Rob and let him know. I mean, that Ch- I'd like Chernobyl him. Light um, is a it, I, uh-huh. I, I could I could that name doesn't exactly roll off the. It does not. Uh, no. It does not. No, and so that makes me I hear that I'm like why people, oh okay like you took a stalkery thing and I guess made it roguelike ish. I was like great. Like at this yeah, point, despite uh-huh. liking roguelikes. That is that is immediately like puts up a like yeah. uh-huh. I start to shake a <laughs> yes. little bit when I when I hear that. So um oh, but this, is coming people, out, this is coming out for everything. Um Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, this is I out, will, out, out soon. So yeah, you should put out you should look you should try to get code I'll, for I'll it. I'll see the Xbox it. version it's just neat. so I can it's neat. check it out. I've not touched it with controllers. I should. I should give it a shot. Um just to see how it feels. Um so yeah, that's that's on my plate and we'll talk more about that later this week. Let's take a quick dip in the question bucket before mm. we wrap up. Gaming is the address and actually speaking of roguelikes and roguelites and dying and other stuff i didn't bring it up but i'm playing dark souls 2 scholar of the first sin oh yeah okay uh we'll talk i'll talk about that later another day also we don't need to go down that that rabbit hole again it's it's still good i still love it uh it's first time i played scholar of the first sin but i dark souls like two i love and it turns out i still because you haven't played any of the dlc none of the dlc so i'm very excited Mm -hmm. to get to that um anyway logan writes in Waypoint crew, when I'm playing video games, I get really bad anxiety and specifically a fear of failure when the video game punishes me for failure. I don't mind it if a game is challenging, but if a game is going to punish me for failure by making me go back and have to redo a significant amount of progress between save points, my brain won't let me have fun. I spend the entire run uh, or, or the run or life anxious that I'm going to get killed and lose my progress and have to go back and do it all again. Not looking for help with my anxiety. That's between me and my therapist. The reason I'm bringing this to Waypoint is that there's a huge swath of games I'm interested in, but I'm worried I won't enjoy. I really like uh, deck building games. I'm afraid to play Slay the Spire because I'm worried I'll spend the whole run thinking about how I'll probably lose and that I'm wasting my time. I really like action RPGs, and every time I hear you talk about the precise and rewarding content of Dark Souls, I'm I'm inspired. I'm almost inspired to pick it up and play it. But if part of the game's expected cycle is for me to fail a boss fight over and over again and spend hours replaying the same section, I know I'll just get myself worked up and not have any fun. I assume that mentality uh, is that the mentality needed to play those games is uh, ever tried, ever failed, no matter, try again, fail again, fail better. In your collective experience, is that mentality something that can be learned? Is there a roguelite or souls-like game that I should play that will just be miserable for a couple of hours, but eventually I'll break through this and have a good time? Or are these games just not for me? I can handle that. There are plenty of video games out there, but I don't want to be selling myself short if this is the kind of thing I could get past. Thanks for your in-depth and nuanced takes over the years, Logan. Uh, I Hades, think. probably, right? Like that's I, I was going to say, uh, yeah. What was it? How oh, Hades. Hades. Yeah. Hades. You know, yeah. I, I, Hades has been, you know, uh, this is difficult because I, I think all three of us come from a place of these games click for us. And yeah. so yeah. it's like, it's like really difficult to exam, you know, a lot of the issues that, you know, this person's writing in about. It's like, well, I don't, I don't have those hangups. And so it's like difficult to diagnose then, you know, what is the game for you that you're going to respond differently to, given that I don't respond this way 
to those and it's games. hard to but, know how did we train ourselves or why do we respond the way we right, do. Like how did right. you get over that hump for whatever reason? Was right. it that you you never actually had that hang up and it was a just a, a mental block? Which for me, that's what it was. It was like I, it was actually a mental block. It was like as soon as I started playing a Spelunky or a Dark Souls, it turns out like, no, like this lines up perfectly with your love of Mega Man. Like, th- like there's right. a straight line between those types of games and the satisfaction you got from pattern recognition and like go, going through loops on, on levels. Um, but I, I would say the reason Hades comes to mind is not because of my own experience, but because of just looking at other people's experiences mm-hmm. and in the amount of people, you know, like Agita came on here and like explicitly said, I... <laughs> I really did not respond well to roguelikes and, and that loop uh, and, and fell in love with Hades. And I believe it you know, was her game of the year last year alongside me. And she's also someone that has been tweeting, you know, uh, about right. dark souls right. uh, and, and how that was also a game that she couldn't get into. And then I think that what I was interested after she had played Hades, I was like, I wonder if Hades will unlock new games for you that you can appreciate mm-hmm. because Hades allowed you to get a mental model of how do I enjoy these games? What yeah. what do I need to do to enjoy, enjoy them? And so Hades, I think, may be a good test case for this person to figure out truly, like, it, are these games just not for me? I'm going to wall them off and that's fine. People can like the things they like and this is not for me. There are lots of games, I think, for all of us where that that is just that is just the case, um, whether it doesn't fit into our lives or tastes. But yeah, I think or we have so other many- things, right? There's right, other things right. that can that can be our our things. Where like I recently, uh, I've been having conversations about why is it that I can die in Dark Souls over and over again, or in really traditional roguelikes, where literally the whole run is over, there is no forward progress made, and that is fine by me. But I stress the fuck out when I play something like Stardew Valley, which I played you know twenty hours, twenty five hours of Stardew Valley between PC and Switch and stuff. Um, but I really hate the feeling of like, I'm not optimizing for the, this month. I feel terrible mm. to me if I like buy the wrong seeds at the store. And that means that I have to wait a couple extra days to get the full crops that I wanted to get. And it means I'm going to make a few hundred dollars less that month. And that means I have to wait another year until the spring cow festival or whatever. <laughs> and like that, like fucks me up in the, in a way that makes me not want to play those games because of the way failure feels in those or the way I attribute myself to a sense of failure. And I know that's a me thing in the same way that Logan knows this is a, that this is a him thing in terms of the, the way he, he feels around death here, but like that some people just have different things. And yeah. I, I, yeah, I feel like maybe don't beat, don't beat yourself up over. I guess he, no, he, he did yeah. say like, he did say there are plenty of other video games out there. He knows this. I do um, think that, maybe slay the spire is actually a good one for this because the individual to me at least the individual battles are fun enough yeah. like i don't often almost ever make it to the end of a slay the spire run <laughs> like i'll get like two at two 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 floors not floor uh whatever what are the I big bosses called is it world, yeah. yeah yeah I think two, i'll floors. get two maps in and then lose to that boss and it's like I had a lot of fun in the individual battles up to that point. And I think that if 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 that sounds like you can still have fun there cuz like if you think about it like if you like card games, if you like playing card games and you've played like Magic the Gathering for example, right. you're going to lose out of the like Some 50 games 50% of, let's yeah, say, yeah. You're yeah. going to lose 25 of those, right? So if that doesn't if that sort of thing if you're hearing this and it doesn't sound like that would hurt as much, maybe check out say the spire because like you can just treat those 
each individual battle as like you uh-huh. know you're setting up you're sitting down to play another game of this card game right yeah uh, i feel like that might be an easy way to abstract it if you're already interested in card games i have two suggestions one is watch people play things i think mm. thinking about like um hades Sp- back in the day when people were still streaming spelunky nonstop or daily runs like patrick watching you do daily runs of spelunky or binding of isaac or something like that where you can learn the rhythm and see someone else once you learn the rhythm of play, it feels like it might be it might sting less to understand what a loss is, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. The second one is something like Darkest Dungeon, which has runs where you will lose people, where you will fail, you will take losses, but the mate the meta campaign will continue and you will make long term progress in a lot of different ways. And that might be a good a good way to do it too. Or I guess Rogue Legacy is in there too. I'm not a big Rogue Legacy person, but I know that, that helped a lot of people. Um, and that might be a good way to have training wheels on. I don't mean that in a pejorative sense. Uh, it's literally of, to learn. To learn and feel like, okay, I'm still making progress. I'm This isn't a failure because it still added forward momentum for me. Um, uh, and I know that that's really important for a lot of people, if that makes sense. Um, so yeah, hopefully that works out. Um, we're running a little long. I've, I, have to, I have to bounce, unfortunately. So we, we wrap this up. You can send your questions to gamingadvice.com. Uh, as always, uh, thank you to Bowen for letting us use the track. Miss you off the EP panel machine. Find out more about that uh, at waypoint.zone slash B-O-E-N. Kato, where can people find you? At A underscore Kato underscore appears. Patrick. Uh, at Patrick Klepik. We'll be back uh, later this week for another episode. We'll be doing some more Wildermuth streaming. We'll be doing some Resident Evil this week streaming. Yeah, we have to, uh, yeah, have I, to finish I it, for, right? Uh, a week plus, uh, a week, a weekish from now. So we have... Yep. And we have to record a Waypoint way 101, way 101 on, 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 that on also. Friday morning. So <laughs> right, right. by hell or high water, it's getting Rob done. and I are, are going are gonna to finish Resident Evil. So I, I would say, yeah, I don't know. He's, he's Look unfortunately to out today, but we'll, right. we'll figure it out. Soon, soon. All right. Have I done everything else? I have. I guess I have. So until later this week, fuck capitalism, go home. I mean, still fuck capitalism later this week also. All right. Bye. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.